Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito, and the Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets 109-98. Lockdown Kyrie, five straight wins for the Celtics. This one came without Jalen Brown and a really bad shooting night from Jason Tatum. So we're going to dive into it. This was a fun one. Uh, we're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. That section will be short in this one. Uh, but to get started here, you got to give player of the game to Marcus Smart. Uh, this was a game where he certainly had his ups and downs. I'm not going to sit here and say it was a perfect game for Marcus Smart. The shooting, not there. However, as he typically does, Marcus Smart made big play after big play after big play, and he led the team in assists tonight with 10. Uh, it was good to have him back in the mix. He was throwing dimes early. Uh, had a couple of iffy plays, uh, but down the stretch, he really stepped up big, gave the Celtics a couple extra possessions by finding loose balls, uh, whether it be steals or just finding loose rebounds. Marcus Smart Really solid game overall in this one. Uh, and then, honestly, you look up and down. You've got a bunch of guys. This is a pretty well-balanced attack if you're the Celtics. Uh, with Jalen Brown not playing in today's game, very much expected Jason Tatum to absolutely go off, take over. Uh, because, I mean, again, this is, a, this is a nationally televised game. Brooklyn Nets playing Kyrie. A lot of hype around it. Right, these are typically the games Jason Tatum gets up for, and it wasn't really the case tonight. Seven of twenty-two. We'll talk about that in the second half. Really bad shooting night for Jason Tatum. Ended the night with twenty points, which pretty low considering what he typically gives us. Uh, but we had a bunch of guys step up in this, and that's the part that I love about this game. Grant Williams contributed twelve. Marcus Smart sixteen. Derek White fifteen. Cornette. 11, Malcolm Brogdon, 16, Peyton Pritchard, 9. All of these guys stepped up and played a pivotal role in this one. Uh, honestly, the only one that got serious minutes and didn't record double figures and points was Robert Williams. Right? He had 8. Uh, I guess you could throw Peyton Pritchard in the mix there with serious minutes. 15 minutes is serious minutes. Uh, but 15 minutes, he got 9 points. It's pretty solid. Um, but really this was a, this was a game won by everybody. It was an absolute collective team win. And I think Marcus Smart certainly spearheaded the ball movement in this one, but he wasn't the only one. I think Malcolm Brogdon was, you know, pivotal in this game. Derek White pivotal in this game. Both of them hit big shot after big shot. Malcolm Brogdon, uh, was, you know, up there as far as points, 16, 7 of 13 from the field, though. 2 of 3 from 3. Added in 5 rebounds, 2 assists, only turned the ball over once. Malcolm Brogdon in this one had a couple of just excellent, excellent possessions uh, where the Celtics really needed a bucket. Like, had a couple of big threes, 
Uh, great drive and finish over Claxton. He had that steal and the transition finish late in that fourth quarter that really, you know, pushed the Celtics towards that big lead that we had. So Malcolm Brogdon in this one, start to finish, played a really solid game. But so did Derek White. Like this is a this is a Derek White game where you know, you finally saw shots falling for him. He's struggled from deep, like really struggled from deep. I want to say he was shooting somewhere like 25-30% in December uh, from three. So to see him come out here tonight, 15 points, five of 10 from the field, four of seven from three, this is exactly what you need from Derek White. And obviously I'm not going to sit here and say that we're, we need four of seven from him, but we need him to find a middle ground, right? Because he either shoots 50%, or he shoots 30%. Somewhere in that middle range would be real nice. So the fact that he came out here tonight and played the game that he did uh, was huge. And honestly, I feel like I talk about it all the time with Derek White. It's not strictly an offensive thing. He Defense is very hard to quantify, right? And I feel like Derek White does all of the things that you can't really put a number to like drawing charges, putting up really good contests on shots. But tonight he did a little bit of everything. He had a steal. He had a block. He took a charge all super late in this game. Like there was a two possession stretch, literally back-to-back possessions where he had that beautiful, beautiful block on TJ Warren after he just blew past Luke Cornett. Derek White comes in at the rim, blocks the hell out of Warren. And then the very next possession takes a charge. And then right after that, he hits a huge corner three. So Derek White had his stretches in tonight's game where, honestly, you could have given him player of the game as well. So you've got a bunch of guys stepping up in the absence of Jalen Brown uh, and it wasn't strictly your Tatum win. So that's why you look at this game and you're just you're thrilled because defensively it was really it was a really, really solid performance start to finish. That fourth quarter, we locked them down. They had 16 points in the entire fourth quarter. And a lot of it was just guys being cohesive. The hands were in passing lanes. Grant Williams contested a ton of very, very tough shots from Kyrie Irving. Uh, Everybody was in everybody's face, forcing tough shots. And, you know, you look at the way that the Celtics rebounded in this one, too. We held them. We held them to like nothing on the offensive glass. They had five offensive rebounds in this game. We had 12. Right. So the Celtics did their job. We out rebounded them 48 to 32 in this game. So this is just a a really impressive performance from the Celtics on both sides of the ball. And I feel like we haven't really had the opportunity to say that in a a while. Uh, So it's good to say. And the reason that, again, I like this win so much is when you're down a star, you very much expect your other star to step up. And this, I'm not saying, again, wasn't a bad game from Jason Tatum. But this game was not won by Jason Tatum. This game was won 
by literally everybody. Every person had their, you know, their say in this way. And you got to give a lot of credit to Luke Cornett in this one. There was a point in that first quarter where, honestly, I didn't think that the Celtics would have even been in the game. We found ourselves down, I believe, nine points. And Cornett came in and just changed the game. He had seven points after seven points, a rebound and an assist in the first like four minutes that he got in the game. He had a nice little hook shot, corner three from Smart right after. He had a putback on a Jason Tatum miss. He was all over the place in that for in that first quarter. And although the scoring like didn't really continue, uh, he continued to be a factor on the defensive end. Like Luke Cornett, I thought, contested a lot of good shots. He did get blown by by Warren uh, that I did talk about where Derek White blocked him. Uh, but really, it's a solid defensive game from Luke Cornett as well. And this is coming off of another game where you know, I was singing his praises in last game too. So this is back-to-back performances from Luke Cornett where he stepped up. He played you know, 17 minutes, big minutes, no Al Horford tonight. Uh, and he deserves some credit for that. Uh, another guy that deserves some credit is Robert Williams. And I'm not – this is a tough game for Robert Williams because it's really not a, a phenomenal performance from him. But so far after coming back from his injury, he's been pretty steady around the 21-minute mark. They extended him to 25 minutes last game. He played 29 minutes in this one, and he held up. Was it perfect? No. Did he lose a little efficiency? Yes. Does he still look winded? Absolutely. So it's not a perfect game from Robert Williams, but when he's out there, his impact is very apparent. It's very apparent. I've said that basically every game he's played since coming back. Uh, But Robert Williams, solid game tonight. Again, not perfect, but solid. The other bench guy that needs to be talked about is Peyton Pritchard. Needs to be talked about. And this is why. After last game, I I talked about Brogdon. I talked about Pritchard. I talked about Hauser. And honestly, like Brogdon was the only guy from the bench that really stepped up out of those three guards, right? And Pritchard and Hauser did not play well in the last game. And I talked about, you know, the Hauser impact and his only role on the court is to shoot. And when he's not shooting well and he's not defending well, because he's just not a good defender, he's basically useless. I didn't say the exact same thing about Peyton Pritchard. I don't think he's as useless as Sam Hauser. He still brings energy, but Peyton Pritchard tonight, the shot, wasn't there at the very beginning of his minutes. But Peyton Pritchard found himself continuing to be on the floor because he was getting every loose ball. He was getting the offensive rebounds. He had three offensive rebounds in this one. So when Peyton Pritchard isn't hitting shots, I'm not going to sit here and say that his defense is good, but he holds his own and he brings a ton of energy. The guy is sprinting down the floor both ways every single possession. 
He's attacking the glass, trying to get every last possession out of it. And he does a really good job of creating opportunities for guys. I don't want to, I feel like it's unfair to lump Pritchard and Hauser together. Sam Hauser, phenomenal shooter when his shot is going. He was shooting 50% through the first, I don't know, 15, 20 games. It's really went downhill. Like really went downhill. Like shooting worse than Marcus Smart over the last month and a half. So it's not what you want. And when that's happening, you need to rely on something else. You need to rely on defense. You need to rely on energy in order to stay on the court. And unfortunately for Hauser, it didn't happen again tonight. He only played five minutes. And those five minutes were not very good. Uh, so with Peyton Pritchard, he finally is, you know, he got a chance the last two games. Last game didn't really make the most of it, but tonight he did. And he hit a couple of huge, huge shots. Hit the corner three to go up 43-42 when the Celtics were down. He had a great finish to end the third. Uh, and then he had that really strong drive and finish, the good drive, and then a fadeaway after that. Like a couple big baskets in that fourth quarter when the Celtics really were throwing out possessions. Uh, so really just solid game from him overall in this one as well. Um, and honestly, like the last guy I didn't really talk about and needs to be talked about as well as Grant Williams. You know, I tweeted this during this game. Grant Williams did a great job of creating shots out of absolutely nothing. There were a couple, I think there were three absolutely wasted possessions where Jason Tatum, actually it happened with Marcus Smart as well in this one, but Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart dribbled out the majority of the clock. Grant Williams got the ball with like four or five seconds left, needed to do something, and had two very impressive drives to the rim. Like he is finishing around the rim at just a much better rate than we've ever seen from him. And obviously we talked about his three-point shooting last game. It wasn't there tonight. He was 0-3 from three tonight. So he's back to just finishing at the rim, which honestly I'm not going to complain about. As long as the guy is going out there competing on the defensive end, which he always does, I mentioned it earlier. He had a couple of very, very good contests on Kyrie shots late in this game. Uh, but he's also creating opportunities. He's driving to the rim. He's making things happen. So really just solid, solid game from Grant in this one as well. Uh, but this is, a, this is a good win. It wasn't perfect. It certainly wasn't perfect. Uh, and I want to talk about some of the negatives here. Before we dive into the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. 
Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wildcard round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wildcard round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Guys, it could not get easier. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TBPN, and new customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. So before we dive into the negatives here, I do want to I do want to note one thing here, and that is the defense. The defense has stepped up. Uh, this is two out of the last three games we've held opponents under a hundred points, and this is a Brooklyn Nets team that has been crushing the league they've been playing at such a high level and obviously no grant will uh no kevin durant in this one uh so it's going to make an impact on this team however this is a nets team that has been putting up great numbers they are i think fifth or sixth in offensive efficiency and fifth or sixth in defensive efficiency so they are at the top of the lead in everything right now So the fact that we were able to go out there, play this good of a game is really impressive. We held Kyrie Irving to 24 points on nine of 24 from the field, nine of 24, three of 11 from three. He only got to the free throw line, three of four. And he took four free throws the entire game. This is a really, really good defensive game for this Boston Celtics team. And that's where we'll wrap up the positives here. But I do want to talk about some of the negatives. And a lot of it comes back to Jason Tatum. And I don't want to – I'm not going to talk about this long because I don't think he deserves a lot of guilt, just like I don't think Jalen Brown deserves a lot of guilt in many losses because bad games happen when you're a superstar. Uh, when you're an all-star, MVP candidate, bad games happen. It, they do. And Jalen Brown's had them. Jason Tatum's had plenty of them as well. Uh, but this is a tough game for Tatum. And the reason I'm a little bit more discouraged about this one is the fact that we didn't have Jalen Brown to kind of bail him out. We had to rely on everybody else to do that. Fortunately for the Celtics, everybody stepped up. Everybody stepped up, but this is a game where he shot seven of 22, two of 10 from three. Like these are bad, bad shooting numbers. And honestly, it's not even the shooting that 
frustrates me. It's the way that he was taking those shots. This was very much a game where Jason Tatum was trying to play hero ball because he knew JB was not there. So he knew that his running mate wasn't there to pick up slack. So Jason Tatum tried to do everything himself. And it happened a lot in the first quarter. But honestly, it continued throughout this game. There were a lot of possessions where Jason Tatum would dribble 14 seconds out of the shot clock just to either pass it up because he could not create anything or he'd throw up a bad shot. And it's the reason that he shot so poorly. Like this is a game where he got doubled a lot. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, He's better than that. He should know how to pass out of doubles. I get it. This is a good defensive team in Brooklyn. Like, good defensive team. And when they double someone, they have a bunch of guys that are fast and can rotate around. And they're finally playing that way now. So when you've got guys that are going out and clamping down on the defensive end, you got to realize that and try to create mismatches and find guys. And he didn't do a good job passing out of the double team tonight. Fortunately, again, everybody else stepped up. The one play, the one thing I will say about Jason Tatum is he absolutely made the right play down the stretch when he found Derek White for that huge, huge corner three to go up 11 with a minute and 12 left. Jason Tatum very easily could have taken a contested three to try and get the Celtics, you know, a bigger lead down the stretch, but he saw Derek White was wide open. Simple, simple pass right to him for an easy wide open three and Derek White hit it because he was the hot hand. So he did make the right play a couple times, but there were a lot of possessions for Jason Tatum where it was ugly. but again, don't want to don't want to harp on it. This is a really good Celtics win. Everybody stepped up. And at this point, the Celtics have now won 5 straight. Again, two of those two of those five, actually three of those five games, we have held our opponents under 100 points, which is super impressive. Uh, the record is now 31 and 12, and we are sitting pretty on top of the Eastern Conference. And the part that I love about this even more is because the team we beat today was right on our tail. So right now we we have a three-game lead over Brooklyn. Uh, Milwaukee actually lost tonight, 108-102 to Miami. So they move a little bit behind us as well. So right now, the Celtics are sitting at 31 and 12 with a three game lead over Brooklyn, a three and a half game lead over Milwaukee. And then it just continues to widen as you go lower and lower. So again, really impressive win. And the Celtics need to just keep running this. This is uh, the last game before we go back home, at least I believe actually, no. So we're going Celtics at Hornets on Saturday. And then we've got Celtics at Hornets again on Monday. That Monday game, FYI, didn't realize it, but it is a one o'clock game. Absolutely do not love that. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that works with work. Uh, but either way, the Celtics 
are heading to Charlotte for back-to-back games in Charlotte. So honestly, kind of a good thing. Settle down, get a hotel, and just live there for a couple days. Don't have to worry about packing in between games. They get to stay there, uh, which is always nice. Get a nice meal, hang out, do whatever. So listen, that's it. The Celtics win this one, 109-98, improved to 31-12. and 12. That's where we're going to wrap it up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?